0: Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host Tyler Rolison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I'm joined by my good friends Justin Sandoval, also known as Sandy, and the one and only Anthony Amato, we like to call him Shamato. Gentlemen, it's so good to be with you guys. Good to be reviewing uh, a new movie with you guys, and I'm excited to get in some conversation. But before we get in there, how are uh, how are y'all doing?
1: Uh, doing well, doing well. Um, just you know. Excited to be back this week and, you know, reviewing a new movie and, um, you know, where we are, Either movie theaters are opening back up, so, you know, the world is starting to open back up a little bit and,
0: yeah. Hey, we were pre-pod talking about how we don't have any news topics. The the, oh, the yeah. theater in our town is opening, what, tomorrow? Today.
2: Today. Tonight. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I'm sitting here with you guys. What are do you do I doing I don't know. I tried to get out of it, but it didn't work.
1: How many movies yeah. are showing? Uh, you a know? lot, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I a think a there lot. were like six or seven. At least.
0: Yeah, what are we doing here? You know what? Let's uh let's cancel the pod real quick and
1: <laughs> Oh oh. you know, it's opening night. You know, Way, they might not yeah, have yeah. Way, people yeah, might yeah. not know that yet. We could uh see if they'll let us do a pod from inside the theater. Ooh, I'm sure Ooh. the people would love that. Yeah, a breakdown of what we're watching. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Or yeah. or we could do it like outside one of the movie theaters and just like grab people as they as they are about to enter the movie and be like, Hey, what movie are you about to see? You know, do You know, uh, are hate, you excited have you heard, to be back? Have How you heard would of the Royal do?
0: Geek, the Royal Geek podcast? The, yeah, yeah what? Just start handing out merch. Oh wait, yeah. we're not there. Merch, yet. <laughs> uh, business cards. Um, index cards with our names on it so yeah. does, what movies are showing Justin uh,
2: okay well I mean I'm just gonna list the name of the movies some of them I actually haven't heard of
0: but uh, Finding You
2: uh, Profile and here's some Spiral the soft spinoff yeah. that one's actually intriguing
0: yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: Those Who Wish Me Dead which is the new Angelina Jolie movie mm-hmm. uh, Wrath of Man with Jason Statham Demon Slayer movie, which I'm going to be seeing tomorrow night, yep. and uh, Mortal Kombat, The Unholy, and then Godzilla vs. Kong.
1: Ah. I thought might... I saw uh, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift on there as well. Uh, that like the... is at uh, AMC Theatres. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay.
2: Where is it Regal? No.
1: No, no. It's Regal yep.
0: in uh, other one. Okay. 30 minutes away. Flashback, flashback. Yeah. Tokyo Drift. How long ago did that come out?
1: I'm gonna say what it's probably like two thousand four.
0: Dude, that's the number I had in my head. That's crazy. <laughs> Would you like a fact
1: check? Yeah. Yes. Fact check. Wow. Uh be the first time we've ever done a fact check. We usually just shoot from the hip. You, you know. And you're talking about Tokyo Drift, is what you said? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're totally well, going
2: all, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna, off yeah. the wall we're, right we're now. We're like, you
0: know what? Let's just, aw, people listening are like, What is two thousand six. Two thousand six, man. Yeah. Mm. It,
2: that's the it's the death of year. Han. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: spoilers spoilers <No. laughs> for a movie maybe? that hasn't come out yet yeah no, sure maybe yeah all right um well shout out to our listeners thanks for tuning in we got a fun discussion today covering uh a new movie on netflix called the mitchells versus the machines um really fun movie i'm really yeah. excited to talk about it before we do i uh, want to thank you for listening again we want to remind you to please Subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. And if you don't mind, uh, share the podcast with some of your friends and uh, leave us a review. That would be super helpful for us. Follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. Um, guys, let's talk about this movie on Netflix. Justin, you told us about it a week or two ago when it I came did. out. I did. Yeah. It was. Uh...
2: It was trending. Um, it was it was picking up steam. Uh, oh, yeah. and then if, when you and I told you guys about it,
0: you said, "Well, let me check the Rotten Tomatoes review. Check and the Rotten Tomatoes do you review." Remember what you would which, have said? Yeah, I do. Which for yeah. me, I know you guys aren't the biggest Rotten Tomato guys, but for me, that does a lot. Like I, I feel like I got a good sense when I see a Rotten Tomato score if it's going to be helpful or not. It right. said it scored ninety eight percent. Yeah, that's pretty. And it it pretty felt intense. like it when I was watching it. It did, didn't it?
2: It felt yeah. good. And the oh, go ahead. IMDb gave it a seven point nine, which yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty high. Yeah, yeah, that's really and that's uh,
0: thirty one thousand people uh-huh. weighing, weighing in on that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, and what I loved is when you're watching the trailer, it said from the same studios that brought you um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That was evident by yes. the entirety of the uh, movie, and, and even the trailer was evident, and um, and it said also the the Lego Movie. Yeah, yes. And even oh, that, yeah, it very much felt like the yes, Lego Movie did. too. You know, yes, it did. Um, so, yeah, guys, great animated film. If you haven't seen it, go over to Netflix. I think it's number two on Netflix's top ten right now. So we, it's, It got bumped back. Oh, dang, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, you're too late then, I guess. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Pod's over. Pod's over. But <laughs> no. very good film. <laughs> we almost ended this pod. Twice, we so. highly <laughs> recommend watching it um, because, one, it's a good movie. But also, if you want to continue listening to this particular podcast, we would advise – Pausing this and watching it because spoilers, 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 spoilers. Um, all right, before we get into like just breaking down and talking about why the film was awesome, since it's an animated film, thought it'd be a good idea, this is Shimado, you know, to kind of run down the actual uh, voice actors that were featured in this film. So, Justin, why don't you start give our listeners a heads up? Because I think a lot of times watching animated films, you don't really recognize. I didn't recognize a handful of these people yeah, that, at especially all especially
2: right off right off the bat like just the the voices on a initial like hearing it initially yeah. hearing it um you you don't pick up on it because they don't really sound what we're familiar with them yeah. uh I mean uh, Abby Jacobson she was probably the one that did sound most like her um she's uh she plays Bean in Disenchantment on Netflix which is uh what three seasons in four seasons yeah. in now uh no three I'm it's sure three. three yeah so she's a the lead there and uh, she always does a great job um in that show um, but I, I really I really enjoyed
1: uh, her as Katie the main yeah. main character Katie. Yeah, she played a good role, and her voice is is good for like that that age. It had a lot of life to it, you know. She she sounded very much like Abby Jacobson. Um, she was also on a show called Broad City on Community. On, excuse me, on Comedy Central for a while. Um, so that's also where I knew her from. Um, her and then there was a character named Rick Mitchell, who was her father, who's like kind of like where she has tension with a lot of the times, um, played by Danny McBride. Um, It was kind of crazy seeing Danny McBride actually be a functioning adult um, because he usually plays a... Like an insane person. Um, like, if you've ever seen Eastbound yes. and Down, or if you've ever, you know, seen any of the movies that have... Pineapple Express. Yeah, Pineapple Express. <laughs> anything with, like, uh, with uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco in it, usually Danny Bride follows along. Uh, like, this, this is the end. I mean, he, he just usually plays an insane, like... You know, very, you know, over the, self, top. Over over the, the top. top person yeah. who's just, you know, a crazy person.
2: Yeah. And the, I mean, he still was a, a unique individual in yes. this movie, but he wasn't that like insane. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, was a, he was at least a functioning adult in this
1: in this in this, in this uh, movie.
2: Yeah. And uh, somebody else who usually goes a little uh, wild and crazy as as a performance is uh, Maya Rudolph. She always has yeah. these like wacky. Uh, like I don't know her expressions. Yes, like, she's a big facial expression uh, actress. but yes. then now she's taking her into the the animated uh, spectrum there. And uh, but but she she did a really good job. Like yep. Um. I I mean even her character kind of resembled her in a little yep. bit after realizing oh hey that's Maya Rudolph. Like, yeah. But she's usually that wacky zany one, and uh, this time she was a little bit more of that that mom like that uh, wholesome mom, and she really put off that vibe.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And um, you had Fred Armisen and Beck Bennett playing two of my favorite characters in this, which were Deborah, Deborah 5,000 and, and uh, Eric Eric. (laughs) who were, who are the two malfunctioning robots. Um, So they paired up a nice SNL team. Um, You know, it's always a good way to get some chemistry, even if they never actually were on the same cast for some reason, even if you're, there's this connection between SNL, um, alums that just, they connect when when they're on screen or, you know, their voice acting, even if they didn't necessarily share the same stage on SNL.
2: Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Olivia Coleman, she plays Pal, the voice of Pal. And Olivia Coleman is like acting, like
1: she's got acting chops, man. Yeah. She is at the top of her game right now too. Like that is crazy that she, she took all this part because she is, she is red hot you know, in the acting world right now when it comes to, like, Oscars and Golden Globes and all that kind of stuff at the moment.
2: Yeah, um, she's she's in The Crown. Uh, she plays Queen Elizabeth, and also uh, Hot Fuzz is one of the ones I, I really enjoy her in. Um, oh, gosh, that yeah. movie is phenomenal. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it's a pretty she... star
0: studded cast. Yeah, it yeah. is.
2: It is. And, uh, I mean, we there's also cameos from John
1: Legend and Chrissy Teigen as well. Yes. Which, which I mean, I don't know. I...
0: Did you notice, that? I notice I it? Notice it no, I didn't notice it. I
1: didn't notice it at all. No, I didn't notice it. It made 100% sense when I saw it, but, yeah. like, I could not have pulled them out if you were like, who, no, 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 who, no. who did their voices? I mean, who? John
0: himself had, like, four
1: lines,
2: probably. Yeah, that's true. But oh, one of my favorite ones was uh, Conan O'Brien. He, he voiced Glaxon. 5,000, which was the the robot that was kind of playing like the flight attendant while they right. were taking the humans away yeah. uh, to the thing. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, it was... <laughs> <laughs> But then like the, the That was great by the way. But free Wi Fi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the, the, the dark void th- of space. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that was uh, it, there were a lot of little like, you know, cameos and stuff on there. So it was really it was really awesome. I think the
2: strangest cameo though was Blake Griffin, yes. M- NBA player. Yes. I'm not gonna say all star just because I, I think he's on the decline yeah. for sure. He but... was also crazy overrated when he
1: was good. Yes, but... I think so too.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's the he's the voice of the Pal Max Prime. Uh, so yeah, hey former all star. For, yeah okay yeah. fine former all star. Yeah. Speaking of an all star, uh, Manchi. Yes. The voice of Manchi is actually the internet pug, Doug the Pug. Yes. That's um, that's pretty cool. And Manchi may have stolen the show. Manchi. But. Yes. I have a, I have a lot to say about Manchi. Manchi. Dog. Was
0: pig. Dog. Pig. Dog. Loaf of, loaf of bread.
2: bread. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh man, so good. But yeah, that. Uh, what makes a good movie, animated movie, is yes. the voice cast, and yes. this voice cast was top notch. It truly was, for sure. Let's get into it's the movie. Baby. Great, yeah. Word, yeah, great Let's word. do it.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm <clears throat> got something in my throat over here. He's Man. Cho- he's choking and dying. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just such a good movie that <clears throat> just get emotional. Yeah, I'm choked up a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Talk about the movie. I'm trying to catch my breath over here.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so overall, overall thoughts, Shimado. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was phenomenal. Like it was, it was, you know, I thought it was a great movie. It, it did a really good job of, it it did some very interesting things in the, in the world of animation. I felt like it was, um, it was very cool and new and refreshing the way they did a lot of, um, when she, when they were doing the cutaways, they did cutaways into live action things, which is a, which is a, um, complete like switch of styles when you're talking about animated. Whereas normally in live action, lots of times you'll switch into something that's animated, but it was cool that they did the inverse since the main movie was in animation, and then they did live cuts and live action cuts, which was really cool in my mind.
2: And I think, for me, one of the best examples of that is when uh, he says, well, that was a good family picture, and they cut away to it, and it's uh, a frame from a store and it has yes. the actual photos of the family. Yeah, exactly. And it had the family, uh, the perfect family just sitting yes. in it. I, I, that was one of the ones that I really loved, the
1: cutaway too. And I i I mean, even that is like a little bit of a, um, you know, when you're thinking about that more analytically, it's like almost this idea of the perfect family is unattainable, you know, because there's no way for that animated family to be that live action family, you know.
2: Right, exactly. But uh, you mentioned visuals, and I, I was a huge fan of the visuals yes. here. Um, the, like, like comic book style, like, yes. pop-ups behind it. Uh, like, for me, one of the scenes that stands out of, like, the pop-ups is, like, the, the brother, the younger brother uh, – Aaron, I believe his name was. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he says he's got the eye of the pterodactyl, and then when they have that like big uh, sequence at the end, they do a freeze frame of eye of the pterodactyl, and it cuts to like a pterodactyl over yeah. him, and he's like screeching. The, I mean, I just found that hysterical. But, <clears throat> but he loved but he loved his dinosaurs. He did love his. And our first introduction to him is him going through the phone book calling people yes. and saying, "Hey, will you talk about dinosaurs with me?" Yep. No. Okay, thank you. And then he hangs up and goes on to the next one. That mm. that was just great. I love that. Yeah, yeah
0: especially cuz like who has phone books
2: anymore? Ex- well, yeah, that's true, too. You know? It's supposed to be in
0: 2020 according to the the video uh
2: recorder. So, yep. phone books in 2020? Uh oh, man. Maybe do they exist
0: still?
1: I'm sure they do, right? They, they do. I'm sure they do in some capacity, but I cannot tell you the last time I actually saw one show up on my doorstep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. But that was hilarious.
0: Hey, do you want to talk to me about dinosaurs? Okay. Just because the next one. Yeah, next <laughs> yep. one.
2: crosses that with a nice red Sharpie.
1: Yep. Can you
0: imagine when someone's like, yes, actually, I've, I've been waiting for this.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I don't know if that would be a good thing or a bad thing. If you're yeah. the person who's like, "Yes, little boy, I want to talk to you about dinosaurs."
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, that'd be a little uh, yeah, freaky, a little yeah. skeptic. T roll, what do you think?
0: So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I laughed out loud numerous times. Yes. this entire movie. Got to watch it with my wife. It's funny because I told her and said, "Hey, you know we're." um watching some movie we got we're gonna review for the podcast i know you probably never heard of it but it's on netflix it's got some good scores and she's like okay and didn't seem like overly interested watch the trailer and i could just tell she laughed like four or five times in the trailer and i'm like all right we're definitely gonna watch this yeah. tonight you know she's she's hooked she's right? yeah, so sold. She, she was sold we we watched it had a good time You know what? Okay, this is actually the best part. You guys have both met my little dog at my house, Beanie.
2: Shout out, Beanie! Shout out,
0: Beanie! Best dog in the world. Adorable, adorable. I miss her. Can we? Can I go home and see Beanie? Or we got to finish this thing? You should have brought her in the first place. (coughs) Yeah, I know. So, anyways, she is. um, She actually watches TV. Like she will. Like when we're watching something, she'll watch it, and it's almost like she's waiting for a commercial with a dog to come on. And anytime there's a dog or a cat or a goat or a horse, like she just starts growling, <laughs> and then eventually will jump, oh, wow. and get on the floor and start barking at the TV, like without question. Okay, so even in Soul, the movie Soul, where they had the cat, remember yeah, that? right, and for like the whole freaking movie, you know, um, she's like barking and growling at at the movie the whole time. Well, because Manchi <laughs> looks so freaking. <laughs> I don't know, uh, half dead the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she never once realized he was a dog. Whoa, oh, well, wow. I mean, that plays
1: right into the theory it does. of the robot, Not yeah. being able to identify it. Wow.
0: Isn't that amazing? That's like, and I'm crazy. Not, I'm not kidding. She was looking at the screen. Almost the whole movie. So she was
2: confused. She was trying to figure out what it was.
0: Yeah. yeah, and she never freaked out. And
1: that's also crazy because they actually used a real dog as the, oh, right. as the right. voice actor the voice. Right. for it. So it wasn't like somebody that was playing a dog. It hey, was an actual dog. You know, what? maybe her issue is with you know this uh, this appropriation of her dog <laughs> language <laughs> by humans.
2: Maybe it would be so funny if you if you turn that movie back on and you record her and we actually see her licking her lips because then she thinks it's a loaf. Of of
0: bread. Loaf of bread. <laughs> How awesome dog, would that pig, be? Dog, pig, dog, pig, dog, pig. Loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would so be funny. that would be incredible. Yeah. Oh man, it was good. It was. So but yeah,
2: Manchi, man, she, that dog really steals a steals, yes. steals a show
0: easily. Do you remember when they uh, first locked down in the uh, the Dino shop? And uh, Rick, his name's Rick, right? Yeah, Rick. Yeah, Rick is yeah. like, I know you love the dog, but you got to be prepared to eat that. dog. Oh, yes. And everyone freaks out, like, okay, my bad, misread the room. Yes, <laughs> dude, that was
2: one. Of, that was one of the harder laughs that I. Did, oh, it was right? so good. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I I kind of like the I mean it does play on the trope of like worst family like yeah. uh, overcomes odds and and saves yeah, the saves day the world but I like the way they did it in this movie because yeah. uh, not not only was this family like weird and crazy um they but their weird and crazy was more kind of realistic it was a little more yeah. grounded it wasn't like uh like one person likes to do like small little miniatures in their basement and yeah. like that kind of weird it was more like. He likes the outdoors and she likes movies. They don't mix. Those don't come into contact yeah. with each other. And the mom's kind of in the middle. Yeah. She supports them both. And then uh, the, the the sons in the dinosaurs. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's like a, that's a normal normal family. It's not the worst family. Yeah. It's normal.
1: Uh, yeah, and I think uh, it's one of the things that I think they get wrong a lot of the times is um, that lots of times when they are trying to show this worst family or this family doesn't fit, they lots of times draw on a lot of hate of each other. And I – it turns me off a little bit when you deal with true hate. This is more about misunderstanding than hate, which is a more realistic version of family where there's a lot of – especially when there's teenagers that you're dealing with and preteens and things like that. You're dealing with a lot of misunderstanding, things that don't mesh, that people like, um, and things like that, whereas it's more based around that than about – you know, there are a lot of movies that will do that and it will be like, oh, they literally – hate each other and that's how they're the worst family in the world. Not, you know, oh they just their their, you know, beliefs don't necessarily mesh. Right. Yeah. And so
2: like the premise, the premise of the movie is that she got accepted into a film school in California. Yep. And they are uh, the dad and daughter, so Katie and Rick, they have a fight and they uh she's glad to leave them and he tries to make it right by saying we're going to go on a family road trip to spend hours in a car together to get you to California. Yeah. Well, as somebody who's excited to go to college, knowing that their college is delayed several hours, uh it's a huge deal. Uh and so mm-hmm. they go on this road trip and uh as a as a bonding experiment and then in the middle of that road trip there is a robot apocalypse.
0: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about the premise of the robot apocalypse yes, and how that all started.
2: Which uh, I mean, Pal is clearly uh, the uh, the same as Apple, right? Like this is what the, that's what they're going for here. Yes, yes, without so, a doubt. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. So Pal, uh, the Apple replacement, like a better version of Siri. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Uh so Pal, the actual uh, automated thing is uh, voiced by Olivia Coleman. Uh, yes. she at one of their cons, at one of their big giant events, uh she gets uh tossed aside for these new robots that have the yep. the uh, personal assistance and uh she doesn't like that, so she takes them yep. over and uh decides to enslave all humans and send them to a planet where or send them some into space, space. Yeah. Yeah, not even for infinity They're, until they yeah. die, pretty <laughs> much.
1: Yeah, yeah. and even, even that was kind of an interesting way of the, the, having the apocalypse coming about. It wasn't some sinister plot. It wasn't anything, you know, uh, anything super over the top or crazy about mm-hmm. it. It was, it was a very, like, almost grounded version of it because it was literally her having her heart broken and then her lashing out because of it. Um, you know, cause before that, you know, you see her having a very positive relationship with, uh, with Mark, I believe was his name, yes, um, yes. who is the, who is the creator of these, he's the Steve Jobs of, of this universe. And she has a very positive relationship and it's very, uh, it's almost loving in, in ways. And then she gets tossed aside and then she's, she's a very, she's like a jilted lover is basically what it comes down to. And that was, that's the inciting incident that makes her, like you know, flip that switch from you know uh, just a basic AI system to this this evil being.
2: The interesting thing about this, like the premise of the of the movie, is that like it played into a lot of tropes that of uh, of movies similar to this, like yeah. animated movies. But it did it in a just just a unique way yeah. to where it actually was. Oh, okay, I see what they're doing, but. I actually like it. It yes. wasn't like, oh, this has been done before. They're regurgitating yes. the same thing over and over again. Uh, it actually, everything was done in a unique way. Even the the, the turn of the, the the pal, the the voice, yeah, um, being evil. Like, yes, you, we've seen that before of robots taking over and uh, or AI taking over and uh, it, uh, it being done before. But this was done in such a unique way that I, f- especially the act- is the voice acting. The voice acting was what made it unique because Olivia Coleman really did a good job
0: of. Of uh, kind of portraying that. <clears throat> yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Um, I it, And I love how, like, she was – Powell was tossed aside at that little conference, you know? Right. And so it's like, yeah, she's doing the same thing with the whole human race. Like, okay, I'm going to toss you aside. Yeah. Right? It's not like she's like, I'm going to kill everybody. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right? It's like, I'm going to collect every human on the planet and just kind of send them into space. Yeah. I'm still going to give yeah. them Wi-Fi. You know, <laughs> yeah, free Wi Fi. Free Wi Fi. Yeah. Um, but the
2: the scene where she uh, has the robot and holds down Mark, and she's like, uh, "I'm just gonna do what you did to me, like poke, swipe, poke, swipe, nacho yes. cheese fingers, nacho cheese fingers." Yes. Like,
0: that that was good. Yes. It yeah. was really good. So many good, funny little moments like that. Yeah, and thing. I
2: feel like they they did a lot of change of pace, like uh, oh, just when for you sure. yeah, just when you felt like something was like you were getting your rhythm, like they threw something weirder out there and like and yeah. got your attention back into it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it did a lot of really cool things, like kind of like Spider Into the Spider Verse did, like uh, the the just the sequences and the
1: animation and the illustrations. Uh, it, it really did pop. It really it was great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. it, it really did do a, it did a lot of mixing. It was back to the, the mixing of the live action and the animation and then the comic book showings and d- different things like that. Really, like, it switched up pacing to where the pacing ended up being very well. So, done very well.
2: Yeah, and uh, so the, fi- the final, like, sequence, this fight scene and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the parents are kidnapped, okay. Uh, Manchi. I want to talk about this Manchi sequence, <laughs> okay. and I don't know how long we're going to talk about it, but I just want to talk about this Manchi sequence. Okay, so they her way of getting into the base, the AI base. Okay, was by putting Manchi onto the hood of the car. So the robot, <laughs> the robots, which we first learn with uh, Deborah Bot Five Thousand and Eric, uh, they look at Manchi the pug, and they <laughs> go back and forth like. Dog, because they're trying to figure out who what it is. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to figure out what it is. Dog, pig, dog, pig, dog, pig. Loaf of bread, and, and, and then like, yes, overwhelmed. The, they yes. start crapping out. They, yeah, they get so overwhelmed, their head explodes and like spins around, <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so that was introduced midway through the movie. But at the at the ending scene, that she's just racing. I, this scene was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be, and yeah. I enjoyed every second of it. That, that that she starts her drive and then the whole way to getting to where to free the humans, the, the everyone all the robots' heads are exploding and spinning around just because you can hear it. You can hear it in the background: dog, pig, dog, pig, loaf of bread, loaf
1: of bread, dzz, 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 and it's just over and over and over again. Yeah. So Oop. like, Manchi oh dude, God. Manchi yeah. he really stole the show. And then, and what was crazy about it is when he finally met, uh, what was the, was it the Pal Max where it was like. I can identify between a, a yeah, love well, of one, bread.
0: One, does it, one of them asked another one, what's wrong with the other robots? He yeah. like, said, we can identify or we could tell the difference between a dog and a loaf of
1: bread. Like, and it was done, like, it was, like, it was really cool because it seems stupid. like it would be something that will be so stupid, but, <laughs> like, it, the way it was done, you were like, oh, like, you know, it was, yeah. But it was just done so well that, that you know, so something funny. that, it, it should have been a lot stupider than it really was when that was finally said. Yeah. But it was actually a little bit like a touch of, like, oh, how are they going to take out these guys now? Yeah. And then mom
0: came in. And yes. Did- oh, Yeah. <laughs> That was insane, um, yeah. The the parents dynamic, the screwdrivers like <laughs> what so number, needs a very specific screwdriver. Yeah, what num- kind yes. of lunatic would have one of those carrying around all the time? So the just, n- number three, yeah. And nobody yeah. can see what I'm doing right now because it's a podcast. But the way he it pulls the it out of his jacket, out, all dramatic. Yeah, that dude, it's a good movie. It's, it's man. a wi- it's a wild
2: movie. Yes. It's a good movie, it, but overall, it it entertains. Yes, from, super entertaining. Yeah. Even, like, even the small little, like, uh, her movies that she got into film school with. Like, yeah. the the dog cop. Like, dude, it, it was hysterical. Dog really. cop, dog, head. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it, a lot of, lot of good things with the animation. A lot of good things yeah. with the voice acting. And overall, man, very, very satisfying film. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It,
1: kind of a surprise, like, out of nowhere, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, it really was out of nowhere. And even in, like, some of the shorts, you learned about their family dynamic even in those shorts because like in good dog Do- dog cop like you oh it's like you think it's gonna be a stupid movie but it's really about her relationship with their father like that's what it <laughs> yeah. ends up being largely and, and, about and rick eventually realizes that yes. yeah which was great Cause they,
2: he's he was very like judgy like yeah. he's watching these movies like this you're not yeah. gonna amount to anything in life yeah um it, it, if you fail like you have nothing to fall back on because you're wasting it away on the films yeah and, I mean, I can see where he's coming from, like, being just a protective father and just, yeah. like, uh, well, you want the best for your child, and, and, I mean, you don't want to see them get hurt. I mean, I get that, obviously, but, you know, you just really just got to let him, let him go. Yeah. Let, him, let him fly. <laughs> but yeah,
1: and, well, yeah, like I was saying, it's, it's a really good use of, like, their time management in the movie to have, you know, something that, like, emotionally driven play out and something that kind of, like, dumb. In a lot of ways, like good, good, good cop dog cop should be something that's dumb and off to the side, and should be, you know, maybe a laugh, but altogether probably forgettable. But it ends up being a large part about his realization about what all of her movies are about. You know that she makes good con that she makes good movies, and Mm -hmm. you know it's really a microcosm of what is supposed to be happening in the entire movie. Really, there were there were multiple times
0: when I was watching this movie when when they're showing her little side movies and i was like this girl is literally abed like creating, <laughs> cre- creating these silly movies yeah. that just looked they don't look good like the story yeah. has depth sure but like they yeah, they, they don't, don't look yeah. good yeah. you know it looks awesome, super goofy it looks super <laughs> like edited like just strangely but yeah i, I was i was getting abed uh, vibes the whole yeah. time that's awesome man I'm glad I'm glad you said that. I really uh, am. I did that for y'all. I did that for y'all. Appreciate it. Um, I mean,
1: yeah. I mean the the whole one he made for his father in that one episode has I that's yeah. has a lot of sting it, to it. it. It
0: felt just like that. Yeah. That that particular movie. Um let's talk about this uh this so one of the premises of the movie is where Eric and uh Deborah bought five thousand um Gosh, if we ever listen back to this, be like, wh- wh- look at these names. You go oh, right. from Eric yeah. to Deborah Bot five thousand. Yeah, <laughs> um, where they're talking about the kill code and um, that there's two ways to do it. Obviously, you can go to the headquarters in yes. Silicon Valley, or you could just go to the Mall of the World, <laughs> eighty miles away. Eighty yeah. miles yeah. away, and uh, they they get there, and um, all of the uh, the machines in the entire mall yes. turn into. Like oh yeah, it's a killing machine. Killing machines. Killing machines. Yeah. yeah, carnage. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like a fluff rinse cycle carnage. Cornage. Yes. Yeah. But the the best part was <laughs> the best part was they get away from the washers and the dryers and you know, the refrigerators and they're in a dark room and it turns out to be like a Furby story. Oh yes. man. Yeah, the Dude, return we, of Furby. Can we talk about this Furby sequence, man? <laughs> and how like creepy. It was very no.
2: creepy when yeah. they left the, the toy store and then all of the Furbies are along the top yes ban- banister yeah. of the like mall. That. Yes. Eyes, eyes. O- eyes open. Yes. Yeah and then like I love how they have their own little dialogue going on. Yeah. And you had to read the subtitles. Yeah, and... Their own
1: language. It was always like these really language. dark things that yes. they were saying. They were saying like return to the darkness or yes. whatever
2: and then like our elder leader and yeah. this, this giant Furby. Yeah they, like had, their ch- they
1: had their champion basically. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> My goodness. I I never thought amazing. I'd be talking about a Furby in 2021. Yeah. I can tell
1: you that.
0: What were some of those lines? We I should have I should have like um, tight some of them down. I know, something. like,
2: one of the final lines was like, and now I return to the darkness I came from or something yes, like that. Like, yes. <laughs> something
0: wild. But, again, it was all – it was super over the, – the movie was – I mean, it's an animated movie, yeah. right? So it it's... was over-dramatized. For yeah, sure. yeah, 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 For sure. Yeah. But it was in, so many, in so many good ways, yeah. you know? Yeah. Especially the Furbies. Having the giant Furby – I mean, how tall do you think that Furby was? 40, <laughs> I mean, 40 feet. 40 yeah. feet, probably. Something very, like that. Easily. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, it was great, wow. man.
2: Yeah, there, there are a lot of little moments like that that yeah. uh,
1: stood out. Um, yeah, yeah, there was all kind of, like, little, like, undercutting moments. Even back to that moment that you're talking about when they were talking about, you could either go to the the base, or you can go to, you know, the small that's 80 miles away, and like what's happening is the two robots are going back and forth when they're talking about this stuff, and he's like, "Why are you doing this to me?" Like yeah. just like that little like line. Like he's like, "Why are you? Why are you always? Why you keep on undercutting me?" Like everything that one of them saying to make it seem more sinister than it is, and the other one's like, "Or you go to the one eighty miles yeah. away." Yeah. Oh yeah. Or yeah. He's cutting it down for sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh,
2: they're okay. also there. Yeah. There's also a little bit like uh, emotional scenes in there. So yeah. like uh her little wood carving of the moose. Oh my yes. Gosh, and yeah. uh Oof. the significance of that. So yeah. like we first get introduced to it as like something she's throwing away, but then Rick the dad, he he sees he sees value in that. And then as the movie goes on, we learn that like uh it was uh, part of a cabin that he built with his bare yes. hands. Like he ha- he was an artist in his own form and he gave it up for his family yep. in order for them to be successful and be and have and have uh, a life and provide for them. And, uh, that moose was the only thing that he took from there and he used it to cheer up his daughter and gave it to her. So it was his favorite thing. And now he gave it to his daughter when she was younger. And so like that, it really, really pulled at the emotional heartstrings there, especially when that was the driving force at the end for her to realize like, Hey, like he did do a lot for me. He did push us to get through where we were, where we are today. And I need to make it up to him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no doubt. I mean, just... There was su- surprising amounts of depth in the yes.
2: movie. Oh, in the big movie. time. Yeah. yeah. yeah Surrounded yeah. by lots
1: of things to catch your
2: eye and entertain you. Yes. Very well done.
1: Yeah, it was it was it was phenomenally done, well paced. Um you never felt like you were like slowing down, um, you know, with whatever was happening. The yeah. the emotional stuff was you know, it fit. It wasn't like they wrote a script that was supposed to be funny and then they're like, Oh crap. Yeah, yeah. you need to jab something in here to get a little bit more depth. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it wasn't too short, you know. Like it was a good length. Yeah, you know? it, yeah. Was,
1: it was. It was just just under two hours. Yep. Yeah, yep. which is actually very odd for an animated for an movie. Animated movie and yeah. I felt like, but I felt like it worked really well for it. Yeah. And, and like I said, it didn't feel like it was slow at any point, so it felt like everything was purposeful.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, man, great movie. <sighs> All right.
1: Any other thoughts? Anything else we want to share about this film? What we thought. Um. I mean, I would just say, I mean, it was it was really good. You need to get out there and you know get on that Netflix and. Watch it. It was definitely worth it. It's, it's a good family movie. Um, definitely has that Pixar feel to it to where you can, you know, the whole family can watch it from, you know, the the two- or three-year-old all the way up to the parents, to the teenagers in to between. To the grandmas. To the grandmas and everything. So definitely a true all-ages movie.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, clearly it's a it's going to be a yay for all of us. Yes. Easy, easily. But uh, for me, like, if this is – so far right now like if this doesn't win best animated movie then like
0: that's crazy. That means crazy that, that means about. something else really good comes out. Yeah. yeah,
2: which if something really good comes out and beats this then it's going to be a like a top tier epic. Was epic Raya movie. better than
1: it? No. No? No, it was oh. not. It was not. Yeah. This was better than Raya for sure. Yeah. So that means Luca has a cha- maybe Luca has a chance. You know, well, up,
2: I'm gonna go ahead and say it doesn't because they're not charging a $30 premium for it.
1: So ooh, on ooh, that tells you a lot, doesn't it? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Although they didn't charge the premium for Soul, and Soul actually did win Best Picture. Yeah, it's
1: so. uh, that, that is true. Like they've been doing a very like weird, um, you know, dynamic well, with what no- they're deciding. If you notice
2: that uh, Soul was a Pixar production, Raya was a Disney animation production. And Luca is a Pixar production, so Disney Animation, Disney Plus is saying oh, that we'll charge you for the Disney movies,
1: but Pixar is, a, is something that we own. You yeah. guys got, you guys can get that for free. Yeah, uh, you know, make makes sense. Disney's always trying to get that extra buck on their own stuff. Yeah,
0: I guess the, just the the profit margin is a little bit bigger on that one. Yeah. So. Well, anyways, boys, uh, good review. Great movie. Um, Definitely feel like I'll be watching this again. Uh, I can easily oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. see so, myself,
2: especially with my little kids. Your kids, yeah, we're gonna sure. be watching this for for quite a bit,
0: Yeah. Doubt. Well, any recommendations on anything before we get out of here? Uh,
2: I don't have any at the moment. Uh, the one thing I would say would be on Netflix currently, uh, Jupiter's Legacy. It's 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 a superhero movie, live action. It actually, it's a series right now. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, series, superhero series. Uh, it's 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 really good. Okay. It's not, uh, like, top-tier, like, Marvel-type stuff, but it's definitely better than some of these uh, most recent DC movies that came out. So it's better out. than DC. Some of the movies wow. that came out, yeah. Like, the recent stuff, better than Wonder Woman, better than, um, what did we just review? Zack Snyder Cut. Better than Zack Snyder Cut. Yep. Like, it's, it's it's good stuff,
1: yeah. Now, the real question, is it better than New Mutants? Oh, easily. <laughs> Hands down, yeah.
2: Um, and and actually one of the best storylines in the movie is actually like the journey on how they got their powers. It was it was intriguing. It was yeah. very good to see. So if you guys are in interested, which I'm sure our listener base is interested in superhero stuff, check it out. It's interesting it's it's enjoyable to see something that's not Marvel and D C property. So Great. check it out. Maybe we'll have to review it. Maybe. Uh, I Maybe. think we might. And, but okay. we'll okay. see.
0: We'll see. It depends on you guys. It's called Fair. foreshadowing, folks. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, I think that just about does it. We really enjoyed the film. Enjoyed this conversation. Uh, th- big big thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. Uh, please come on back next time for our next episode. Uh, not sure what we'll be covering, but we're excited to be on the journey with everyone um. yeah I don't really have anything else to say any announcements or anything I guess I'll just kind of end the podcast so again once again thank you so much please follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod and please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen For my good friends Justin and Anthony this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast we will see you next time you peasants